boys. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. It's the three of us today. It's amazing. Wow. I'm feeling the spirit. So I have to ask you guys this question. What kind of church kid were you? Were you <laughs> the one that everyone, that the whole congregation would be like, oh God, Chris is here. Or were you like the perfect choir boy? Were you the one that was always volunteering? What kind of church kid were you? I know we all, you know, have, we all went to church. We all do that. I will go first. I was definitely the kid that everyone was like, my God, he's here again. <laughs> that was definitely me. And Chris got this in my head also because it's the second Sunday morning in a row that we've done the brunch breakdown. And now it feels like we're going to church together. So <laughs> why not ask that question? What kind of church kid were you guys? No, that's a that's a great question. Um, it got to the point with me, you know, early on attending Sunday school during service, right? So really uninterrupted. But then it got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to that. I don't want to. Um, so the alternative was, well, then you're going to sit through the service. And the loophole that I found, um, which turns out my mother caught on very early on, but just never really called me out about it. But right before the sermon, right, the boring part, if you will, as a child, I have to use the restroom. And, you know, in church, you got to be careful about when you get up and when you leave or when you come back in. So... There's a hymn right before the sermon every week. Get up, use the facilities. And then I just kind of wandered around in the hallways <laughs> and sat outside until the sermon was over. And everybody stood back up and I could come back in without being so obvious about what I just did. I'm sure people saw it, but that's what it came down to for me. <laughs> I love that's that. In that's incredible. <laughs> I feel like did it take did they catch on at a certain point like oh he's just doing this like your parents did they know yes yes okay. and 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 thankfully they weren't like you have to stop doing this like you have to stop faking going to the restroom to get out of the sermon and they they i think they i was a good enough kid in church though the other 80 percent of the the service where they were like we'll let this go this is probably he's probably not paying attention if he's in here anyways um but jokes still to this day in church now like dan do you have to go to the bathroom now like <laughs> no i'm gonna sit here and listen this time <laughs> you should have like during your wedding like during one of the readings you should have just got up went to the bathroom <laughs> everybody and it would have been oh, a big I joke to everybody. About that. yeah <laughs> like did he just walk out of here <laughs> sorry everybody um i was uh Man, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't any I wasn't a kid that anybody ever noticed because I just kind of sat there and partook in the whole thing. I, I was I never wanted to go because we would always go um, to the 430 Sunday afternoon mass. And like back when I was a kid, there weren't. So that always conflicted with Steeler games and at the end of a Steeler. Uh -huh. game. And. That wasn't the time when like games were on Thursday night and like Sunday morning and then Sunday at one and Sunday at four and then Sunday night and then Monday. Like, so the Steelers nowadays probably have like maybe half of their games would be ending at four o'clock, but the rest of them, you're going to get all these other game times. When I was a kid, like every time we would go to church, it would be the fourth quarter of a Steeler game. So I never wanted to go. Um, uh, sometimes I would pretend that I was sick. And it never really worked. But then once I got there, I was just kind of quiet. And yeah, I don't think I think when we got to church, I was too afraid to act out because I was I had probably already thrown a tantrum because I wanted to watch the Steeler game. And so then I was like, well, that's my one tantrum. I can't. I guess got to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I just church was very long for me going to an african methodist episcopal church where there's just long it just never ended so it just gave me way too much time to do things like 
I'm going to the bathroom would always turn into someone having to come find me. <laughs> I would always just be outside and then I'd get in trouble. I I don't know, man. It was terrible. One of my favorite church memories, you mentioned Steeler games, was the Steelers were in the uh who which was the one of the Harbaugh's that ended up throwing the Hail Mary. Steelers went to the Super Bowl, but it went after they played the Colts. Jim. It was like 95, I think. Yeah, it was Jim. And I just remember every man was downstairs in the church <laughs> watching on a 13-inch TV, like <laughs> downstairs in 1995. Every man just keeps walking down, walking down. As the game gets better, everybody just keeps walking down, walking down, walking down. Because I forget what – there's some kind of special program going on that day. And obviously, Pastor did not know or care that the Steelers were in the AFC Championship game. And everybody was down there watching it. Everyone. <laughs> on a 13-inch TV in 1995. That's amazing. I – yeah. I had a I was also very weary of the time on Sundays and I enjoyed watching if you guys remember back in the day Sunday NFL matchup was mm-hmm. uh Merrill Hodge and Ron Jaworski and I think Susie Culber like this is dates back to like 55 pregame shows like this was the one they talked about every they talked about every game there was a show that talked about every game as bad as your team was and I enjoyed that and so I wore a digital watch and, you know, our church services lasted approximately an hour, started at 11. Got it. Let's wrap up by noon so I can get home, right? 12 o'clock, that thing beeped like four times. And it was audible that the pastor could absolutely hear it. And I was like hoping this would be his cue to be like, oh, 12 o'clock, we should wrap this up. So I don't know whether or not it worked, but I had to make it known. It's we're still sitting down. We need to be in the parking lot by now. Dan was so sub- subtly impatient at church. It sounds like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to give the pastor <laughs> those uh, like cues to wrap it up. <laughs> you should have brought like a, the right. next step is like bring a speaker at like at the Oscars and just play like the walk off music. Like, bro, you're done. Right. Pre-game That's show. It, okay, yeah. Start the postlude, please, organist, please. Let's get it going. <laughs> Dan at 12 years old going like this. <laughs> yeah. Wrap this up, please. Got things to do. Got to oh get a bagel at Brugger's and I get home for Sunday NFL matchup. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Sunday, boys. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let the brunch say amen. It's the brunch <laughs> breakdown. DD's here. Chris is here. Dan's here. Everybody's here for the first time in forever. And I'm very excited about it today on the menu. We're going to be talking about a controversial topic that goes with barbecues and cookouts. We're going to be talking about beer made from recycled water and their uh, new way to fly possibly coming as early as 2026, I believe. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things. We got music. We got, do we have beer? We're going to find out. (laughs) It's the brunch breakdown. Dan, tell everybody where they can find us. Oh, I would love to. It's been so long. It's good to see you boys and good to speak with the people. Of course, you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere that you listen to podcasts, all the popular streaming services and all the unpopular streaming services. We're there. Brunch breakdown. Hit follow. Hit subscribe. New episodes every Wednesday. Let them come to you. You hit follow, subscribe. Those episodes come to you first thing Wednesday morning. I promise they'll be there for you unless we get a glitch along the way. And But we'll let you know. We'll let you know if that's the case or we need a week off, whatever it is. Full video episodes also available on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. You're going to want to see this new way to fly that we're talking about later in the show. You're going to want to see the visual. And so that's where the full video episodes come into play. Also uh, on Wednesdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific is when those debut. Those are for the videos only. But of course, they're on demand anytime you want to watch after that. We're everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Find us, follow us. It's that simple. And of course, we give you what we're listening to each and every week. And then we put into a beautiful little playlist. We call it the Sounds of Brunch. And we stack last week, we stack this week, we put it together for you. And that is for you exclusively on Spotify. Check that out every Friday. Beautiful. Well, it's time to get random topics off our chest. Dan, you weren't here last week. So uh, what's happening? What's on your mind, sir? Well, boys, the like popular story. In the country, well, I guess there's been quite a few, Uh, but one of the popular stories in the country over the past week has been the smoke that has the wildfire smoke from Canada that has set in over the East Coast. We were impacted here in Pittsburgh. We've all seen the scenes from New York City, 
Philadelphia, down to Washington, D.C., and it's spreading all over the East Coast in just this haze. I work in downtown Pittsburgh. I saw it driving in. I was like, what is happening today? And then you find out what it's coming from. AQIs through the roof, right, in numbers that you never want to see. Uh, they said if you spent that one day outside in New York City, if you were outside the whole day, it was equivalent to smoking six cigarettes, which like, hmm, not terrible, right? Or five. I think it was five. Not, not the worst, right? Okay. The thing that boggles my mind is we are so concerned about the smoke and the haze. It's it's starting every major newscast, right? Canada is literally on fire and nobody is covering the fire. <laughs> Nobody's talking about the fires. It's it's boggling my mind. If this was happening in California, which DD, as you know, it does often. Can you imagine just talking about where the smoke's landing and that California is not on fire and what they're doing to put it out? I don't know anything about these fires. I don't know how they're putting them out. I don't know how big it is because no one's talking about it. We're just so concerned about little neighbor to the south down here. Hey, it's a little smoky down here. Could you turn that off a little bit, please? <laughs> like we're some, we're in the we're in the lower level apartment and we just got a little smoke coming through the ventilation. Like, give me a break. Can we give throw Canada a little bone here? Let's at least talk about why this smoke is so thick and where it's starting from. And like, I don't know. Is it go? Are they putting it out? Are we going to have smoke here for weeks? Let's talk about the origin just a little bit. I know Canada's, you know, Canada, right? But friends of the North, like, let's let's give them a little break. Let's talk about the fires a little bit instead of complaining about, hey, it's really tough to see. You know, we're, some of our planes are being delayed a little bit <laughs> because there's a little smoke on the runway. Canada's on fire, guys, in case anybody didn't know. You know, the sad thing is, I hadn't thought about it that way until Dan just brought this up. <laughs> Thank you. Point exactly. You know, I will do, you know, Chris, I'm on the same page as you. I haven't seen one picture of something on fire. <laughs> I've only right. seen New York City. Yeah. That's all I've seen. I've just seen New York City. Maybe D.C. I may have seen something in D.C. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. And then I Yankees game got canceled. Phillies yeah. game got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Like I heard about that. I haven't seen one tree, one branch. I haven't seen the um. because listen, wildfire season starts in August. So I know all about wildfire season. Um, But like usually what you see is a lot of like b-roll of the helicopters and the plane shooting the water down and stuff i've not seen any of that <laughs> i can't believe i exactly. just now thought about that right now exactly none of it none of it's being shown or talked about it's like guys the fires are right over there. Yeah. And we're worried about, yeah. Oh, man. We can't play baseball here. It's so smoky. Oh, <laughs> the worst. Let's get it together, people. Let's get it together. <laughs> My God. I'm talking now, like, after this, I'm going to have to, like, Google, like, wh what's actually happening. Cause I literally have yeah. no idea other than the fact that New York City was inconvenienced for a few days. Right. Do you know how many acres? Do you know where? Is it threatening any city? How long has it been going on? Like, are they putting it out? efficiently like we have no idea we have no idea it's right over there <laughs> amazing chris get it off your chest uh okay mine's like kind of haha -ha, kind of like serious <laughs> but like sounds like the brown's breakdown <laughs> yeah kind of haha kind of serious <laughs> well so this will fit in perfectly i can't tell you the amount of conversations i've had in the last couple of weeks uh, with people I work with that like really are having problems with services like Grubhub and uh, DoorDash. And by problems, I mean like it's way too easy to be able to order the wrong food. Okay. <laughs> and as I've been having these conversations, I just had another one this morning and I was like, you know what? I got to, I got to dive into this. 
if you just think about like the food availability we have these days, and if you go back to like not that long ago, it is a drastically different scenario for human beings. I think like with the evolution of human beings and the evolution of our ability to get food we've like the ability to get food has so far outpaced our evolution as human beings. And like, the more I think about it, it's like, (laughs) should, should it be so easy to just like make three taps with your thumb and then literally any food you could imagine arrives at your door. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like, is that, should that be part of the human experience? And I don't know. I don't know. I kind of lean toward like, maybe not. If you think about how hard, like even go like 50 years ago, which isn't that long. That's not that long. Uh, How much more work you had to put in to just like get dinner. It's unbelievable. And then like the more I've thought about it, like why even beyond DoorDash? Why like, in any store, like why, when I go to Home Depot, am I able to get six pieces of plywood and an economy sized bag of Sour Patch Kids? Like, why is the food there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think it's a problem. I don't know what we do to solve it. It's not going to go in the other direction, but I kind of think that it should. And to be honest, I don't, I don't have the DoorDash app or like any of those things. The only deliver, I don't even do delivery. Um, I did that, I guess, like at the height of COVID at the beginning of it, what I will do is like grocery pickup. That's the closest I get to like, you know, that like convenience, but I still have to drive out. I still have to get it. And like, it's not, I'm not ordering burgers all the time, you know? So I don't know. Um, I just think like, maybe, I don't know, dude, can we put like a cap? Can we put a cap on it? Like every person, like do this once a week, just once. And then like, learn how to cook your own meals. I don't know. Just thought, just thought, because I think this is maybe uh, getting a, a little bit out of control. And then on the serious note, like it is legitimately uh, hurting some people. So it's a problem, but that's what I'm thinking about these days, guys. And I had to get it off my chest. It's not delivery. It. It's, DiGior- it's DiGiorno, right? That's what you're, that's, that's the message you're trying to send here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's interesting. You said that. And then you talked about, do you liking pickup? I think pickup, I think that is something, grocery pickup is something you should be able, they should put a cap on. Because yes, sometimes when I go. do grocery pickup, <laughs> like, I, I honestly just do it because, all right, so we use formula in our house, so we always have to buy, like, gallons of distilled water, right? Very annoying to go get in the store. So I literally, on purpose, because I'm lazy don't i i do that with pickup so i order like 20 bottles of gallon water (laughs) so someone working at target has to go get that and then bring it to my trunk (laughs) i do that on purpose and i like (laughs) and sometimes i'm like you know i'm real i'm not doing anything today i'm not in a hurry (laughs) i could have went in there put it in the cart did it myself i feel like there needs to be a cap on how many times you can do grocery pickup you should have to go into the store and walk around. You just should have to. Yes, I, I agree with all, with <laughs> what both of you were saying. Um, and yeah, it's becoming way too convenient, Chris, because like even now to your like Home Depot point, Uber Eats isn't just delivering food from restaurants. It's delivering groceries now too. And there are other ways to get grocery delivery already. So it's like get your McDonald's and a gallon of water and and eggs and like what no, no, let's not do that. Go outside, cook some food, <laughs> <laughs> breathe in the smoke. You know what I mean? Like they just get you know, AQI or not to be damned. Get outside, get outside. Um, yeah, yeah. Too convenient. Too con too convenient. Where it's like yeah, I'm not cooking ever. This goes back to like the cookbook topic from that I brought up months ago, I think, right? Like cookbooks are going away. Like those family tradition of cookbooks, mm-hmm. like our, is our generation and our kids' generation, are they going to be like wanting to be in the kitchen making food? Or they're just going to be like, like, guys, you're going to have teenagers in your house and, and 
not super far away, like they're going to be ordering food themselves. And it's just going to be showing up at your door. And you'll be like, what are you doing? No, you, you will go have an apple. What are you, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So it's getting a little scary. Yeah. I think there's something to be said for just like putting in a little bit of work sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a good thing. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I don't make meals that have more than like three ingredients in them. Pretty much. It's got like three or four. We've like seen Mr. Lasagna. Yeah, we we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're like, whoa, this is too much stuff. <laughs> okay. Enough. Didi just changed what he wants to get off his chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get up this early for you people, and that's how you treat me. It's cool. It's cool, guys. Oh, all right. Got to get this off my chest. Fun thing that I completely forgot about last week. I met Dwayne Wade. Okay. So. Yes, please talk about this. I'm like, what the hell? See, here's the thing. I 100% was going to talk about this last week, but then the guy who fixed the roof of my house really annoyed me last week, and it just completely <laughs> wiped out everything good that happened in my week. And I hate that one person can have that much control over what was a great week. But good God, when you just... <sighs> roofs fuck roofs i hate roofs i'm happy i never have to look at my roof again it's terrible whatever anyways yes Dwayne wade so i worked for this wine. i've done shoots with this wine company called somsation they invited me to this like really exclusive party that i didn't even really know that we were going to and uh me and shaman are there and freaking Dwayne wade is there and i thought that he would only be there for five seconds he'd be like hey drink my wine that i don't know anything about and it's cool uh, goodbye no it was like it felt like I was at a dinner party at Dwayne Wade's house, but like we were at this restaurant called Angler that they do open fire cooking. So the whole place smells like a bonfire, right? And they cook in the middle of the restaurant. You see everything going on and it's all open flames. And it was like the best food I've ever had in my life, in Whoa. my life. Like some person who made this up was like, I really love campfires, but I want to like make it upscale. We Think about that in your head. Who would do that? I don't know. The concept still doesn't make sense to me, but it was incredible. Anyways, Dwayne Wade walking around table to table and just like talking about wine in this way that I'm like, whoa, you actually know about shit? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> cool. And he's just talking to us and just like saying stuff and just like ask him something about the NBA finals. And he's just like, whatever. And I was like, wow, I really feel like I'm like, in Dwayne Wade's inner circle right now. This is really cool. And one thing, I was like, this is so cool. And I was like trying to act cool. Like I wasn't like, you know, just trying to act cool. Yeah, that didn't really work out. But like, it ah. really takes a lot for Siobhan to be impressed by something. And when Dwayne Wade leaves our table, she's like, everything about that was awesome. <laughs> everything about that was awesome. Wow. Like, none of us expected any of that. And it was cool. And then Chris Paul shows up. So then Chris Paul's just there walking around talking to everybody drinking wine too it was honestly one of the coolest nights of my life and they just kept bringing out so much food it was insane the food was unbelievable and it was just an incredible night feeling like i was Dwayne wade's friend for like three hours wow well i mean if if they want to like sponsor Bruise Day and make it a wine thing, and then we, Dude. me and Dan can show up, like we could change the podcast. Might Easy. have to. Easy left turn right there. Yeah. Bruise Day sponsored by Wade Sellers is it's it's going to happen one of one of these Sundays because now I have an N in Wade Sellers. You, you might you be getting yeah. some presents, guys. Oh, we'll record go. around a campfire. It'll be great. Dude, I, I, I need you. I need you to like look this up when you go home, or I'll send you a video. It's the wildest looking cookie. I just don't even know why you would think that. Like, so there's like a chef there right in front of you with this there's open like flame light. Seven of them, and they have spotters because it's hot. <laughs> like we were at the chef's table, so we're right next to the open fire, and it's like you feel the heat on your back. And they have they have spotters, so they're like literally switching and taking turns because it's so hot there. Like, think about just standing yeah. in front of a campfire. You can't do that, like, right next to it. You can't do that, but for so long. So, like, they're just 
it was like choreography. It was wild watching them do that because the thing about it was you smelled the campfire, but the place wasn't smoky. It wasn't smoky. Like you didn't smell like smoke when you left there. It just kind of like felt like you were in a campfire, but not. It was wild. It was felt yeah. like you were felt like you were in Canada, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Canada. It sounds like they need whatever type of ventilation system is going on at that restaurant because yeah, run that filter, sucker down the east coast. Filter it out so we can play baseball. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's odd that you said you had your back to the fire like the entire United States does to Canada's fire. <laughs> this is too metaphor. ironic there, Didi. Yeah, oh Didi, God. you were doing that before. You set the stage for the rest of the country. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looking it's, at you. Dude, it's bad. At, dude, Man, poor Canada. Like, this... <laughs> The Stanley Cup Finals is Las Vegas in Florida. Yeah, right. <laughs> or Canada Brunch. Like, I just found that out the other day when that clip went viral of like the Florida Panthers reporter like giving the giving the guy a stiff arm. Did yeah, you guys see that? Yeah, nope, nope. He was like, nope, not messing up my <laughs> shot. Um, like I didn't even know who was in the Stanley Cup Finals. I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Then this is going on. But shouts to Brunch Breakdown listener Michelle. Uh, who just got engaged. She's from Canada. She works for hey, Hockey Night in Canada, I believe. That's right. Um, so, yeah, shouts to Michelle. Just got engaged. Shouts to Michelle. So, Congrats. Hopefully. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, come on the Brunch Breakdown next week and tell us about the fires. We have no idea what's going on. Yes. Yeah, we need, uh, tell us about the fires. Yeah. Reporter on the scene. She, mm -hmm. she talked to us about Boston pizza years ago. She gave us the insight on what the hell Boston pizza is in, in Canada. It, I mean, she's yeah, a, a, a former correspondent. So yeah, let's get, let's get her on. Let's get somebody on the scene there. Let's hear the voice of the people in Canada. Oh, I can't wait to see how we're gonna bring get back to Canada by the end of this episode. Oh, um, it's happening, baby. All right. Well, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Brews day. What are you guys sipping on? I'm gonna go quick. Uh, Duncan hazelnut coffee this morning in my nice little dog cup I've got going on here. Nice. I um coffee and I've been mixing it up, guys. I've been actually you might not like this. I've been sprinkling in decaf with my calf. OK, so this is like a half calf coffee I'm trying to I'm trying to lower the stimulants for your boy. OK, trying to bring you do it down. Love yourself. Some coffee intake. Yeah, Dan, Dan knows. Dan has seen me stimulated before. Yeah. Trying to bring it yes. down a little bit. A homemade half calf. Yeah. So you just half and I just scoop. I don't know. Scoop. You know, I get it. I just interesting. Yeah. I, I, don't happens. I just don't agree with it. That's okay. <laughs> that's why he's like, I don't know if you're gonna like this, but <laughs> I just don't agree with it. That's all. That's all. You know, just, yeah. I just don't agree. Just either go one way or the other, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, coffee as well. Got the thermos here. Uh, Starbucks Pike place. Probably my favorite. Can't go wrong. Um, I'll talk to you about a beer though. I was at a beer fest not that long ago. It, gentlemen, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's beer fest season. We're in it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, my favorite one from that beer fest was from Abjuration, uh, brewery in Pittsburgh. Haven't had them on brews day in quite some time. Uh, but they had their ice cream sour there that they were pouring raspberry mango marshmallow. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. That's a Steel City Dan beer right there. Uh, it was creamy. It was delightful. You had all those kind of tropical flavors. Um, it just was perfect for summer, too, with all of those. It was it was absolutely delightful. An ice cream sour from Abjuration. They have a full series of them. This was like no, this is number 15, and they do no wrong. It was it was wonderful. So there's at least a little bit of a beer to talk about. Like it. Yeah, you we, I'm glad there's more marshmallow back in your life, Dan. Yeah, yeah, it feels right, right? It's just, it's meant to be. So the more the merrier. More marshmallow, please. Yeah. I've been just clearing out my, like, beer that I already had. So I'm like, I haven't been able to be, uh, I haven't been able to be adventurous with my beer choices lately because I've been, like, clearing out what I've got so I can go be adventurous soon. You got a lot of... You got a lot of blood orange and grapefruit yes, to get through. I got you a can lot of bring yes. in anything new. Yeah, I've got a, all the blood <laughs> orange and grapefruit that I've been talking about for the last few months. I got to get rid of. So 
so I can go so I can venture out because it gets to a point where Siobhan looks opens up the fridge or whatever opens up the wine fridge and is like dude it's time like don't bring more <laughs> shit in this house until you get rid of this and I'm like that's fair that's fair that's fair for sure <laughs> all right well that's Bruce Day cheers gentlemen cheers cheers and top of the morning to you need a new uh dunder mifflin cup dude bro right <laughs> yeah it's looking hey, that was rough. that was hand wash only I know. <laughs> you're well past that <laughs> <laughs> all right boys well let's get into the main menu and let's talk about a very controversial topic okay so put this in the scenario let's say you go to a barbecue you go to a cookout and you bring a bottle of liquor. Maybe you bring a case of beer. No one touches it. Do you have to keep it there? Is it now the ownership of the house? Or do you take it back with you? Boys, I am so excited to talk to you guys about this. Because, <laughs> whoa. Shouts to Roy Wood Jr. Uh, for, uh, for putting this on Twitter. Because I'm I'm in shambles by this. I still don't know what's right or what's wrong. Yeah, I, I still don't either because uh, I have gone back and forth on this so many times and been in this very scenario. And I'm like, is it does it depend on who it, who the owner of the house is and how well you know them? But like, no, we have to establish something here. Like Roy Wood Jr. was trying to establish, like, what's the rule? There needs to be a rule. What's What do we go to? So this is... This is man based on I I am the person attending. I brought something. Do I take it or leave it? Not yes. not yes. you are you are hosting the party. Do you keep it or give it back? No, right. you are bringing it. It's like you brought the bottle of wine to someone's house. You brought the beer. You brought it. You brought a bottle of whatever. And like times you go to parties, lots of people bring shit. Yeah, and you don't drink all of that, <laughs> right? So yeah. When you see your bottle isn't open, is it still yours? Do you go take it? I I say, I want to say yes, but then also I'm like, I've never done it. Right. I don't know if, but I should. Uh, I don't know. I right, am... because cause at the same time, you're like, well, they, you know, they have all these people over, they're hosting, it's the least we can do, it's a gift then at that point to them if nobody else wanted to partake in it you know they had food whatever it's just a little a little gesture but you're also like well if no one want, wanted this why am i leaving it here we bought it we brought it let's take it with us if nobody if, if nobody wanted it if it was wasn't good enough for everybody let's take it home i know i just well that's a good this, point i mean this debate never never go away i've never I've never, to my recollection, taken it back. So I lean towards, will you leave it? But I've never had the experience of taking it back to know if that felt like the right or wrong thing. It it feels like I shouldn't because what Dan said, right? Like they hosted you. If nobody drank it, at least like hopefully they can enjoy it afterwards. It's a gift to them. Um, yeah, I've never I've never taken it back. I never, and I, but that's probably also because, like, I think you, as the party goer, should bring something nice, but not so nice that you have like an emotional problem with parting with it. <laughs> yes, that's a good point because there have been times where I've brought something that was like really nice, and it wasn't maybe necessarily intended for everybody, but it's like, hey, me and you, the owner of the house, like we're gonna. We're going to drink this together later. I want you to try it. I want to try it with you. Let's try it together. Or I need you to have this. And like, it doesn't get to that point. Then it's like, okay, I'm going to take it. Because we're going to do this another time. We didn't get to it today. This isn't then a gift. This is for us to share. That's probably the only time I've ever taken something back. It's like, we didn't get a chance to share this like special thing. But... Any other time, yeah, I'm probably leaving it because then you're kind of in an awkward position, like seeing, like taking it back. And it's like that episode of Seinfeld, like with the, with the, 
what did they bring? Was it the loaf of bread? It was the it was the marble rye, right? Where they took the marble rye back because they didn't they didn't bring it out. So this is a, this is a tough one, man. This Dude, is a tough if one. I, if I also think about though, like like from a tailgate perspective, I'm always hosting the tailgate. People always bring beer and they don't take it back. Which yeah. like the dynamics of a tailgate are different. Like it's hard to. I mean, you're going to a game, so you can't really take it. But like <clears throat> as the host, I always appreciate that because then that's less beer I need to buy for the next tailgate. So I feel like the ho- the host of the house probably appreciates it, right? I think the host of the house appreciates it. That's why you bring a gift. But here, I'm thinking. Okay, so. Dan brought up a point about something you're emotionally attached to, but like, what if you just bring a bottle of Maker's Mark? I drink yeah. Maker's Mark regularly. So like, if no one opens it, I should take it back. I'm not emotionally attached to it. Sounds it's like, not like it's an expensive thing. <laughs> it's just that like, I mean, no one drank it. And I'm like, I know Mike doesn't drink Maker's Mark. What am I? It's going to take his bag with me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, but I guess, I, but I don't know. I feel like, I also feel like my wife would be horrified if I was like, <laughs> I'm taking this bottle of Wade Cellars back with me. If nobody drank it, right. like, right. Please, please stop everything you're doing. Just, just, just stop. I feel like that would happen. Before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an awkward, it's an awkward moment to, to take something back and walk walk out of there with it. it. You're bound to be seen. And yeah, you're right. I think all of our wives would be like, put that down. What are you doing? But this is tough, man. I, I think this this debate will go on in history like forever. And I don't know how we settle on a consistent answer. I really don't. Because I think I think it's like, yeah, you should be able to take it back. But actually doing it is the tricky part and where it gets a little, little awkward. Awkward? But what is, man, what is, I guess the rule is you leave it there. Yeah. You change possession. More than anything. You change possession. Wow. So it is the, all right, it's the owner of the house. As you know, like in basketball, if someone has possession, how do you gain possession? You have to steal the ball. Do you want to steal from the person that you just attended a party with? You're right. No, that's a good point, Chris. Once you've placed it down in their territory, it's not yours anymore. Yeah. It's for everybody. So then taking it back is stealing. <laughs> okay, well, that's the rule then. I guess that's it. That's the rule. If you take a bottle of something to someone's house for a barbecue or cookout it's now theirs it's not yours anymore wow well that just made going to cookouts and barbecues a lot more complicated for me so now i'm gonna be thinking about it nonstop. somebody better open my shit somebody better open my shit (laughs) (laughs) all right well yeah so that's as if you ever host a party from now on open every bottle just (laughs) open it (laughs) <laughs> it's then it's guaranteed to be yours just open it yep and you're good to go yeah because the thing is once you open the bottle then no one can really take it because it's open container at that point it's like all right you can't take an open container home right so like just you know yeah open every bottle there you go. that's the rule that's the rule <laughs> happy we worked this out gentlemen <laughs> all right uh let's get into beer from recycled water boys who put this in the chat uh, I take great shame in saying it was me. Um, but here we are. Uh, yeah, this, this story came out a few weeks ago. It's making waves across the country, uh, similar to the smoke from Canada. Uh, but Epic One Water Brew is the name of the beer from Devil's Canyon Brewing Company is made. They've made this beer from gray water recycled water from showers laundry and bathroom sinks in a 40-story apartment building in san francisco where uh it's also from epic uh epic has on-site equipment 
uh, to capture, treat, and reuse the water for non-drinking purposes. Um, they're not selling it. It's just kind of testing it out, saying this may be the wave of the future. Um, you know, they're doing it in California where obviously there's droughts and recycling water is is an important thing. And they have people trying it and it seems to be decent. They, they opted for a Kolsch, you know, something that's, you know, universally liked, enjoyed, doesn't have a lot of flavor um, to it, easy to enjoy. And I mean, they, they're treating the water. That's where it started, right? They were treating this water and then they just turned it into beer. So I don't know. I don't know how many, you know, brunch laws this is breaking. Um, but this is certainly up for, for a, a heavy discussion from our table. Just did you have it? Don't tell me how the beer is made. <laughs> <laughs> because that's honestly my problem with this. If you told me, okay, if you just said on the surface, beer from recycled water, I would be like, mm, but then I kind of forget about it. But if you keep talking, we're done here. It's kind of like when people talk about it's like it's like that with meat with me, too. Right. Where it's like I'll eat alligator. I'll eat whatever the meat is. I don't need you to talk to me more about it, though. OK, because the more you yeah. talk to me about it, the more I'm going to be like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't want this kangaroo anymore. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just tell me what the animal is, I'm good. Just don't tell me how you made it. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the problem here. Like I I think most of the things that we consume are made in weird ways. But like when it's something sustainable, they have like because it's sustainable, they promote how sustainable it is and they give you all the details like the 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 ways that we get meat to our table in most cases is like kind of gross and horrifying i really think like is it most water it's a, it's treated in some way so how is this different yeah. than any other water i none of the water i'm drinking was clean when it started you know what i'm saying yeah um, the reason why we all have filters on the water that's already filtered oh yeah 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 <laughs> So, yeah, just shut up about it. Just make your beer and shut up. That's really what I I, I think needs to happen here. The one thing I I'm, I'm I'm very concerned about though is like how how do you know specifically with a hundred percent accuracy what drains this water is coming from? Because I thought all drains went to the same place. Okay, so how can you guarantee that there's not toilet drains coming in with shower drain? Like doesn't all the water just go? Hmm. See, this is the pro. This conversation is the problem with this beer. Yeah, just shut up and make your just beer. Shut up and make your beer. <laughs> That's a great point about like, because this is an apartment building, right? They're doing this in one apartment building, mm -hmm. so they can treat it right there on site and have kind of control over it. But yeah, at some point, all those pipes are coming together. Yeah, in Finding mm -hmm. Nemo, we learned so, that all drains go to the ocean. So, like, come on. And That's, I don't know uh, about you guys, but actually, maybe you've had, I don't know if you guys have had, like, a toilet leak in your house or something like that. But I know, like, in apartments, when that happens, it really fucks up, like, everyone below that. So, like, if it starts from the top, it goes all the way down the bottom. Something's wrong yeah. with their pipe. Something's wrong with the second floor's pipe. Something wrong with the third. It just goes down. So now, see, now I'm thinking, see, this shouldn't be gross. But it is because <laughs> they talked about it. God, just say yeah. sustainable beer. That's it. Would you try it knowing, knowing what went into it? Not Would after this try conversation. It? No, not, not now. <laughs> 
No, like, because, all right, you know how you go to, like, we were talking about wine earlier and whatever, but, you know, when you go to a brewery, sometimes they just talk about it and they keep talking. So if you're at a brewery and they have recycled beer, they're probably going to talk too much. They're going to talk you out of this. Mm. Where other times when you're talking about beer, it's like, oh, man, it's got grapefruit. It's got this. It's got that. And I'm like, say less. Give me the beer. But they're going to talk about it the same way they talk about something that's delicious. And I'm going to be like, get that away from me. Get, yeah. get that out of my flight. I'm these, not, I don't want that anywhere. These places need to hire me and Didi to talk about their beer. It's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's, what's, good. What's, what's that recycled beer? It's good. It's Check good, it out. Man. It's, it's like good. there was, it was this kind of water and then we made a beer. That was good. Yeah. 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 It, it and you get this story is making waves and there's videos of people trying it. Naturally, like most people are very, very, very apprehensive to to try it and like kind of like are very squeamish just taking that first sip. But then they, they drink it and they're like, actually, this tastes exactly like beer. That's like, so. No- that is so stupid. What do they think is going to happen? Like they're going to, it's going to like, they're going to, oh my God, there's piss in my beer. Like, what do they think yeah. is going to happen? That's like those oh, commercials. Like that's where, the, that's like those commercials where like they have people like in uh, Santa Monica who like walk up to a deodorant stand and they put on the deodorant and then they move their arms three times. They're like, wow, this is better. How could you possibly know this is better? what do you think was going to happen when you put deodorant on your arms? Like, of course it's, it makes you sweat less and you've been wearing it for five seconds. It didn't do anything. What, what do these people think is going to ha- like, Oh, I, I hope it doesn't taste like shit. And then it's like, Oh, there's not shit in it. This is great. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, like that's why we're here promoting this product because yeah, it doesn't taste like shit. <laughs> we're not fooling anybody. What a low um, barrier. That's amazing. <laughs> right. 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 But I yeah, I don't the concept of it is a, is good, right? Renewable, all that, that that stuff, but the details, the mind games it's playing with people is obviously what's like d- ruining this and ruining this concept just because they're doing this in-house rather than saying Recycled water. We don't need to know the details, please. And now we've brought up great questions. Don't all pipes go to the same place? How are they filtering that out? Just leave that out of it. Leave that out of it. So thankfully they're not selling it. You told me you made beer in your apartment. I'm already apprehensive. (laughs) Then you add all this and it's just, just don't talk too much. Sell a lot of beer. Sustainable beer. That's it. There you go. Sustainability is a nice word right now. Use that one word. And then me and Chris <laughs> will be there to say it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into our last topic here. Airplane seats uh, are about to get weird or possibly weird. A startup <laughs> <laughs> has introduced double decker airplane seats. And apparently the top seat can lay all the way down. So as you see in this picture, if you're watching on YouTube, the top seat where that guy is sitting, it can lay all the way down. And these seats are weird because it's like up, down, up, and it feels like your butts in people's faces. And this is, um, uh, I don't know, guys. What do you think? Are you ready for double-decker airplane seats? In uh, maybe the next five years or so. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like the best way to explain this to people it's that very are hard. only listening. And it's almost impossible. Uh, honestly, you have to see the photo or the video. But it, it is. The, 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 it's like two stories almost of where these seats are. And so you can get more seats on a plane this way. Now, obviously, the plane has to be taller. But you can get more seats because you're kind of almost overlapping them like you said dd like the person on the bottom their feet are underneath the seat that's above them which is literally in their face the ass is in their face and so then that person is even higher in the sky so yeah like in terms of length you're fitting in way more seats this way um but the goal of this is also comfort, and you made a point there, D, where I guess the top seat, I didn't realize that, the yeah. top seat can go down that far, and you've got a lot more leg room on the bottom. I'll say that. There's a lot more leg room because you're like under, completely underneath the seat versus now where you have just enough area to put a bag 
which we talked about a couple weeks ago. That's where your carry-on goes. But now, more room here. So, I don't know. This... This looks it's this looks a little uncomfortable to me in terms like mentally and physically. A little uncomfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> My first thought was nobody's going to pick the seats on the bottom. Just nobody's going to. Everybody's going to pay like 50 bucks more to sit up top. <clears throat> and uh cuz this this girl on the bottom, she's smiling, <laughs> but that's cuz she works for this company, okay? That's why she's smiling. <laughs> Then as I read through the article, let's scroll through this, boys. Okay, so you see, if you're watching uh, on YouTube or Facebook, okay. you see what this photo is of like the finished design. This is not the first time they've done this, okay? Uh, okay, there's our uh, there's our lady there's here. There's a leg room the there. Bottom. She's got the leg room. Look at rest. all that leg room. All that the foot, leg room. There's a footrest, so there's room for your bag and a footrest. Minus Ooh. being in the fart zone, that seat looks pretty fire. Yeah, that's that's a definite concern. You cannot recline the seat. Okay, so that's that's an issue. Um, But as we keep going down, this was the first one. This was the first version. (laughs) How is you know she works for this company when she's smiling in this position? Because that's ridiculous. I don't struggle with claustrophobia, but I would have a panic attack if that was my seat on a plane. So when I read through the article and saw this, and then compared it to this, I was like, oh, you know what, like. I mean, this photo looks like hell. So so it, it's a definite improvement that we've got a little bit of room between the face and the seat. Um, and like <laughs> your hands, what do you do with what do I do with my hands? Like that's how do you how do you get in there? Yeah, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, honestly, if if you're not if you are slightly overweight, you're not fitting in that seat. Yeah. In that first version. And so that's another you're, good you're not. point. It's it's like it's like they engineered it, made it, and then they were like, "Shit, this is way too tight." <laughs> How did we not see this coming? Why did we put these seats so close together? Yeah, like, there's and- no there was no room in that first version. No, there was none. And like also in the even in this updated version, like what happens if you're in the middle seat on the bottom row? Like how do you get out? <sighs> you oh, know. Man. There's another flaw with this. Um, all these people are in like solid shape. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, not like any of these people are like bodybuilders or whatever. But these, all these people are in like solid shape. That's not how. That that's that's not what I mean. That's not what my country looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, with so, DoorDash and everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. This yeah, could be like, the three of us in this photo, but yeah, yeah. The, the rest of the country, they're like, what? How they fit in here? Yeah, and like, uh, just they have an issue getting up the three steps to the second level, uh-huh. let alone squeezing in between these seats, right? And then, and then you just add like older people, and this isn't me hating old older people. It's just like this is you couldn't have people over a certain age fly this because it would take forever to board. It would take oh. it would be almost impossible for anyone to go to the bathroom on this flight. If you it's like you couldn't do this with people over 65. Like, I don't know. Like, and I'm you, just like, you know what? Uh, yeah, you you bring up a great point. Didi. It had me think of this. Like we talked about this. You could get more seats on a plane this way, but the plane has to be taller naturally. Where are you storing your bags on this plane? Yeah. They can't be overhead above that second row. It's way too high. It's all got to go under not, the chairs, I guess. Under the seats for everybody. It would all, like, yeah. Are they, is there enough room where they fit like carry-on luggage under these seats then? Well, it looks and, like, like there's a lot the more. Second... It looks like there's a lot more room underneath our, our favorite girl seat here in the pink. Yes. Yes. That's where they'd have to go. Right, because there's no room for overhead. Wait a second. And then what happens, like you know, with like the oxygen masks? Like, what does a girl in the lower seat do? I mean, and the and the air vents and stuff like that. The more we pick this apart, this is terrible. Oh man, yeah, this is bad. It all have to be built into the seat. Yeah, which doesn't seem like that's in the design here. Hmm. Like I like the concept of getting more people on a plane, (laughs) less planes. Right, less planes, less delays. That's all good stuff. But 
we've pointed out a significant amount of flaws in less than five minutes. Yeah. Do better. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see. Double decker <laughs> planes aren't coming anytime soon. Doesn't look like. No. A lot but, of work to be done. But that picture is great. So go check it out. <laughs> it's All worth right. just seeing the photo. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into uh, what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify, updated every week. All right, Dan, you weren't here, man. Let us know. What are you listening to? What's up? Yeah, what happened last week when I wasn't here was the Aces. They released their album. Uh, super excited. I got to see uh, see those ladies live for the first time in years a couple weeks ago at a, a music festival here, and it was amazing. And the album has come out since then called I've Loved You For So Long. Uh, the album's fantastic. I'm going to put Always Get This Way uh, on the playlist this week. Uh, listen to the album. Listen to the Aces. Get on board, people. Chris, what you got? Uh, so last week I talked about how Anthem from Less Than Jake turned 20 years old, which is saddening. Um, <clears throat> and then I went on a Less Than Jake binge this week. I listened to a lot of ska this week, so get ready. Uh, Johnny Quest thinks we're sellouts is my favorite Less Than Jake song. So I'm going to put that on our playlist this week. Uh, Lil Durk featuring J. Cole all my life. If you are a big J. Cole fan um, and have been waiting for J. Cole to do something that would inspire you for over the past couple years, this is it. Because honestly, this is just the J. Cole song. I don't, Lil Durk's in it, but you just want to fast forward through his verse and just J. Cole starts it, J. Cole ends it. It's awesome. All my life. It's just a really, really good song. So check it out. Uh, next one up for me, uh, the band Camino guys, they're no strangers to the sounds of brunch and what we're looking to, uh, they released a song called last man in the world a few weeks ago and you know, they're back with new music and they just remain to on, <laughs> I was about to say they remain on fire as they, as Canada is. Um, but you know, mm, here we are. too soon, uh, Dan. Too yeah. Soon. yeah. That's, I, that's that, not good. I didn't think about that as I was saying it. My apologies to Canada. Uh, but it's just another awesome jam um, and a long list of great songs they put out over the past couple of years. So uh, sounds like we've got a lot more music to come, new music to come from the band Camino in 2023. Very excited. So check out Last Man in the World. Nice. Uh, my next one is as part of my ska binge, I found a new ska band called We Are The Union. Uh, hadn't heard of them before, but they put out an album two years ago in 2021 called Ordinary Life uh, that I'm really enjoying right now. I'll pick something from the album, uh, but that's my second pick. All right. Uh, I don't know where I was last year when this song came out because I'd never heard it before. And it came out basically a year ago today Um is what I found out when I Shazam this song. Cash in, cash out uh, by Pharrell featuring 21 Savage and Tyler, the creator. It is awesome. That's all I got. The song is just awesome. And I heard it and I was like, where, where was I living on this planet when this came out? Because I missed it. So it's awesome. Love it. Uh, last one for me. Uh, no Disco. Uh, it's been a while since I've had this dude on the playlist. Probably well over a year. Uh, but he's back. He's got new music. Um, new song is called Blame. Um, and it's kind of like a low-key, laid-back synth pop jam. You know, he's like a synth pop, indie pop artist. Um, and I think most people enjoy it. And shout out to No Disco because he's from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Boys. Unintended. But there he is. Shout out to Canada. Fully intended. Fully intended. Dan changed his pick <laughs> because of uh, all the bad things we've said about Canada so far. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last one is from a band called Friend Circle. I've had them on the playlist before. Uh, they put out a new EP a week ago, and they're kind of my favorite brand of like party punk rock. Um, so I'm not entirely sure, again, what song I'm going to throw on from the EP, but um, they have they have really catchy music, and it's normally about partying. And if you like that type of music, you'll you'll like whatever I throw on the playlist. <laughs> Nice. All right. Uh, my last one. Um, 20 years ago, Beyonce put out her solo album, Dangerously in Love. Wow. So I am Ooh. going to put Crazy in Love on the old playlist this week for just good times wow. and fun. And the video still fire. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me again. That's fire. Is it real? Like, oh, what are you doing? Damn. Come on, damn. Dee -dee. Poor Canada. It's just so much. 
insensitivity, consequences. disrespect. Come on, guys. Yeah, right. I apologize. I'm I'm sorry, Canada. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's what we're listening uh, to. Make sure you check out the playlist updated every week on Spotify with two weeks of all the music that we are listening to. Boys, this was fun. Happy to go to church and brunch with you guys and a little bit of Canada. Any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? I'm just I'm just praying for our partners up north here. And uh, let's get the smoke out of here. Let's get some rain and we'll we'll be all good. Yeah. Pray for rain. Pray for Canada. Go to church. Full circle here is this was a, it was an educational brunch today, gentlemen. I'm glad we could all learn a little something. <laughs> and that's the brunch breakdown. We're out.